everybody. Who, how many out there went, went, were at the actual show? How many people out there were actually at San Diego Comic-Con? Yes. Anybody? Answer us in the chat. If you yes. were there, let us know in chat right now. Let us know. Otherwise, yeah. hello to all the rest of you. Yes. You missed a fun time, but you also missed a very important thing. You missed how far I, Kung Fu Santa, <laughs> will go for you. Yes. You know what I got for you at Comic-Con. Do you know what I got for you at San Diego Comic-Con? I got fucking COVID, baby. <laughs> Thanks to you guys going out, taking care of you, my beloved fans, my beloved friends, my beloved fiends. I got COVID. That's why I didn't even go there last year, because I wanted to avoid COVID. This year, no problem, right? Nope. I got COVID for you. For you. <laughs> That's dedication, Rick. I dedication. tell you, man, I'm nothing <laughs> if not dedicated. <laughs> you know, when you, case, when you posted on Facebook, like, hey, look what I got at Comic-Con. Yeah. I, 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 you were posting all the cool swag that you got, and I immediately hit like. But then yeah. I, I didn't finish looking at the rest of the swag. Right. And then I saw your COVID test. I was like, oh, no. Oh, my That's goodness. Well, we have, have a... But oh, we love you too, buddy. And That's and awesome. he he was actually there, Rick. This is one I of know. our attendees. Yes, I thanks. Know. Thanks again for being there, brother. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. Oh, thanks for being here too. Yes, yes. yes. This is going to be even better because, well, because I have COVID. You know, hey, listen, <laughs> it's always COVID. better when you got COVID. COVID enhances everything. That's right. Everything. <laughs> like, it's that's what they wanted to call it Coca Cola. It makes everything better. But now they said, let's call it COVID. Just yeah. to make it different, yeah, things go better with COVID or and the it, coof. You can call it the coof. Let's while we're waiting for Frank because mm -hmm. Frank was a super busy day, it was a super busy day for me too. I didn't go yeah. into detail what happened to me this morning, but I got a call, I got a call from my supermarket because when I got back here, I'm isolated, right? Yeah, so I took all the food I had in the house and I made my Rick stew. So I could eat for the rest of the week because I have to be isolated for five days. Yeah. And then I get a call this morning and my stop in shop saying, uh, one of the things you bought is on the recall list. Oh no. And yeah. And it took me three hours to find out what was on the recall list. Oh my goodness. And what was on the recall list was extra firm tofu, which is in my stew. And I said to I said to the person who went way out of her way to help me find what was on the recall list, yeah. the list you know as long as my arm. And I said, well, well, I can can I still eat uh, the the you know can I just take out the tofu and still eat the stew? And she went, yeah. eh, probably not. <laughs> oh, so I had to throw it all out. Wow. I had to spend the day trying to figure out how to get more food. Wow. But in any case. But enough of that. Who cares about that? Let's talk about the Comic-Con. The Comic-Con was different this year. There he is. Oh, hey. Master. Now with a working car. Yes, with a working car. Are we Are we in? Are we live? What, what's going yeah, on? We're, we're live, live, man. We're can't live, wait, buddy. Can, you can't wait for me for two minutes. I mean, No, of course not. You missed yeah. the cool I intro and everything, Frank. I mean, you missed it. 
Frank, that's right. We finished. We're done. Good night, everybody. Hey, oh, thanks for God. coming. <laughs> I, was, I, was trying, I was hoping to do my running, my joke, but you guys. Well, what's your joke? Yeah. Do it. Still do, do it anyway. Oh, no, it's too late. Oh. No, it's, you can't do it. You gotta, the joke won't work un, unless you play that intro. <laughs> of course it'll work. No, it won't work. No. Play it again. Play it again. All right, we're starting over. We're going, right. we're going back in time. We're going back okay. in time. Brad over here. Here we go. Rewind Matrix style. So worth it, Frank. That was just like <laughs> all the fans vote. Everybody vote. Thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down, and thumbs in the middle. For joke. Best it? joke <laughs> ever. There you go. There you go. Oh yeah, well, my goodness. There you go. Anyway. Good so, to see so, everyone. Yes, it's great to yes. see everyone. Hold on, hold on, right before we get started. Tyler, what's going on? Thank you, everybody, for showing up at the chat. Lady Danish again. What is going down? That's Comic-Con. right. Heather in the house. Come on. Heather in the house. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, there you go. There you go, Frank. Well done, Frank. <laughs> Lady gives that, it the two thumbs up. <laughs> that will last. That will last in the annals of the Comic Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that time when Frank ended? He was. That was amazing, wasn't it? Blew our minds. No, there's a little bit of inside joke there too, but it's okay. (laughs) Frank, inside inside welcome, my friend. I'm glad you're here, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. 26th annual. Toyota almost threw me over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Go ahead, Rick. Uh, No, I'm I'm still trying to understand how that was an inside joke. (laughs) The snoring symphony. What's that? The snoring symphony. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, my. Oh, God. People, I roomed, me and Elisa uh, roomed with Frank and Viv. And, and of course, we've roomed with them before. Uh, and every year has been a symphony of snoring. <laughs> wow. But this year, they outdid themselves. The snoring was literally in harmony. What's it called? What's it called in opera, Frank, when you have the male character sing and then the female character sings? Is that called something? Yeah, duet. Is it, this was, Frank and Viv did a snoring duet <laughs> for the first night. And then it was, well, let's see, it was a snoring symphony, then it was a snoring sonata, and then COVID came to town. <laughs> hey, we tested negative, man. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else, thankfully, tested negative, but I wasn't the only guy at the Comic-Con who got it. Uh, oh. My friend Dee Schiller, oh. at the odd face, yeah. she got it. 
another friend of hers, two of her staff members got it. Ooh, Did you talk yikes. to any of the guys you work with over at um, Udom? Nobody got it. Well, th that's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it, all that was important is that I got it. But meanwhile, everybody, Frank, tell the, tell the watchers your perception of Comic-Con this year. I how is it, it different? How is it the same? I love it. I think I thought it was great. I thought for whatever reason, the fact that we didn't have a lot of Hollywood this year, somehow, somehow made the con felt like the con that we used to go back in the late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little bit more intimate, more personal, and more comic focused, too. You know, it's almost like, I mean, more, more, more comic focused, but also more talent focused. It's almost like, well, since the stars aren't here, let's focus on the people behind the scenes, you know? Right. Right. And I also, the people who make comics. Exactly. But the other thing that I noticed, I didn't really, I didn't really, I mean, the the, the, the floor was still super crowded. Oh, yeah. It was the energy and the attitude of the attendees. There mm -hmm. wasn't this kind of magic, where are the stars, where are the stars? It was kind of like, oh, it's, it's like suddenly, because there's not stars distracting you, you're able to see the beauty of everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everybody yeah. else is going, oh, this, this is really great, this place. Yeah. <laughs> this is nice. But, yes. And although I think the fact that because there are no panels with the you know studios and stuff, somehow make the exhibit hall a little bit more crowded than, than last year. But then um, preview night last year was more crowded than this year. I think people yeah. came to the con later this year. Uh, for whatever reasons, you know, maybe they want to save in a hotel or whatever, you know. So it, it was more crowded, like Friday, Saturday. No, no. Yes, oh, it was crowded crowded Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Wow. And also, I think one of the reasons for that, Frank, is that a lot of the people who came for the exclusives were coming for the Marvel exclusives, the mm. DVD exclusives. Yeah. They were the ones who wanted the stars. Right. But right. This year, no, we, you know, they didn't show up for Thursday. That led us more for me. I mean. I never thought I was with two lamb and, and his wonderful wife, Ruthie lamb. And we, I never thought I could get them into Funkoville. I never thought I'd be able to get them into Funkoville. We waltzed in. Nice. Wow. She got, she got everything she wanted and she was so happy and so grateful. And it was like, you know, uh, although I did feel that had I known that aren't, there aren't that many people going to hall H for like the Star Trek panel, yeah, the Project K panel in the new the 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 the, panel, the, the new film from the guy who did RR, I yeah. would have gone to those panels. I mean, like people say, like there's no waiting for the Star Trek panel, and then That's you right. went in. They were showing like new episodes. They were showing a whole episode. That's you right, know, brand new episodes. Like, oh my god, I missed that. Jeez, you know. But yeah, it was uh, very it was very nice. I was looking forward to doing that until I got COVID. Then I had to go for the fans. You did it for the fans, right? Yeah, I didn't know. By the way, let everybody know I didn't know I had COVID. I knew right. I had something. Frank yeah. was there, you know. I I, I popped up at like three thirty in, in at night. He just said, "I gotta go." He said, "I gotta yeah, go." Home. Just, well, gotta go. Rick, Rick, you didn't get it from me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. Didn't get it from but, me either. <laughs> but I got it. I got it. I got it from Frank via FJ. <laughs> oh, was FJ there? No, uh, no. Actually, I'm no. pretty sure I got it on the plane. Uh, coming, oh. I'm pretty right. sure I got it on Alaska Airlines. Figures. Those were awesome to me, but it, it just fits the timing. But enough about me and Toby. Let's talk <laughs> more about the convention. Uh, what what were your what were your feelings on the uh, convention, uh, Preston? 
with that. Well, I was only there for like a day, so I didn't see. Well, that's right. You just came in on Thursday. Yeah, I was only there for the day, but uh, I, you know, it's always Comic Con's always fun. But I, Frank, it did feel like it was there were more people there than last year, which is which is which is crazy. Were more people at all the panels this year? Yeah, people were talking. I'm saying in general. Yeah, my friend Craig Miller, who had his new book on his Star Star Wars memories, he was saying. All of his panels were were full, which yeah. is not normal for previous years because he was repeating some of his panels. So that right. was super cool. Our our panel was certainly fuller than it was. It was right. you know, and also we had you guys were there last year. I wasn't there last year, but I always remember the year I was there. We only had one screen on one side. Yeah, no, last year was one screen too, right? Uh, apparently, yeah. yeah. This year we yeah. had two screens. On oh yeah, three. yeah, that was great. Yeah, that's awesome. And it was, and everybody was filled up. And also this year, uh, the last time I was there in 2019, uh, they stopped us at the moment our time was up. And, you know, they turned off the mics. Mm-hmm. This year, the staff were so happy to see us, and they were yes. saying, and I and I was saying, don't worry, we're going to end on time. They say, no, you do whatever you want. We are here. <laughs> We are here for you. The, the staff were the staff was actually fans of the, the staff of yeah. fans, and also they yeah. also because last year we finished it a minute a minute early. Remember, Preston? Yep. We finished yep. at ten twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> we finished at ten twenty nine. Yeah. So, I'm so not they sure knew we're not going to go overtime this time. So I'm yeah. not sure when we we ended, but it didn't matter because everybody everybody was having a great time, including the staff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I also want to let you 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 fans and. Uh, Fat fans out there know that we worked on setting this up more this year than any previous year. Yes, we all got together in the interim years with the with that with uh, Steamyard with Zoom. We decided we are going to take advantage of the new technology, and we're going to have a bunch of meetings and make sure this is the best one we've ever done. And we had time to time it out. We got all these great interviews on video because, you know, me showing up via video last year, it occurred to me because the, the directors of Minions, Rise of Brew wanted to come. Cynthia Rothrock wanted to come. Marco Zaro wanted to come. Uh, Michael Woods wanted to come. And I said, let's make them come, but via video the way I came last year. And yeah. so we got to do all of that, mm-hmm. and it just made a wonderfully balanced show. Yep. Also, for some reason, we had some of the best clips we've ever had because people, everybody in Hong Kong and China are struggling to keep great kung fu alive. And so even though the clips are shorter, they are more powerful. Yeah. So have I, shall we, shall we start? We shall. Yes. Yes. Okay. Welcome. Oh, hold on. Before we start, yeah. one thing that I really regret was nobody take the moment where we left yeah. the stage. <laughs> well, wait a minute, Frank. Introduce. Explain that once we get to that point. Okay. Well, we First, didn't get to that point because nobody taped it. Oh, but I thought that came after the hello. Well, uh, no. By then, well, I I don't know. I think, I think. Uh, so I was. I was welcoming everybody. I was saying welcome to the thing. Yeah, and but we're we went back to the st- backstage. Yeah, then oh, yeah. we have it. I have it. Oh, you oh, have, you it. have I'm it. it. I'm getting ready to show it. Y'all ready to show yes, it? Please, please, show, please right. show it. Yes. So we have the introduction here for you guys. Oh, yeah, but those of you that are weren't the there, that way we walk back though, right? Did you? Catch yeah, that? I got it. I got it right here. 
All right. Shut up, Frank. Let him shine. <laughs> All right. Enjoy this, guys. San Diego Comic Con and with the superhero, taken later because I have to get uh, what's the word mortalize this oh are you ready to start no no you want to introduce <laughs> <laughs> number one on the hit parade the criterion curator the king of kung fu commentaries is Frank talk about or should you just play everything well the, uh i don't have that much okay uh, frank's got all the good stuff but i didn't have time to, to edit and go through it but um the next clip is your introduction to the bad uh excuse me the bad city trailer and then we could play that oh if you want. let's go let's go yeah. 
There we go, guys. If you guys have not seen the Bad City trailer yet, here we go. You guys are going to love it. So now you come on a suspicious night. What is a way to start the Kung Fu extravaganza but to show a world premiere trailer? You are the only members of the public who have, you will be the first to see it and the only ones to see it. In fact, I'm on the phone right now with the producers who are waiting for my go ahead to release it to the internet after you see it. Right? Show it. Show it. Release it. <laughs> を殴れば勝利。光と影の違いだけなんじゃねえかって。そう思うと嫌んで。新婚と暴力に蝕まれた。この開口手を終わったよ。奴が出所しましたよ。今、うちの奴らに新たな捨てます。お前には奴らが悪で俺たちが正義。正義なんてもんは存在しないんだよ。今の手法にね。<laughs> Frank is yeah. sprinkling his blood on everything here. A <laughs> yeah, Tak Sakaguchi versus uh, my boy uh, Kensuke. Kensuke, excuse me, I'm sold okay. already. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we're anxious. We'll we'll see that eventually, but we got to see it there. And then the first, then I explain. Do you have my explanation of what I was doing while I wasn't at the Comic Con? Uh no. Okay, I explained that I was busy writing and also teaching Kung Fu and that I had three new students and uh, we were lucky enough to get somebody to take a film of me with my co-teacher as well as my three students. Do you have any clips of my three students? I do not. Like I said, that's that's, that's kind of all I have. That's all you have. Well, I have a little bit of reactions later with some video stuff. clips, but that's all I got. Which clip do you have reactions to? Some of the fights, I spliced in some reactions from. Oh the yeah, show. but not from not from my students. No, my cartoon students. Oh them. Okay. <laughs> Those are my students. Gotcha. Here's a little taste, guys. <laughs> Oh, 
Hey, everybody, look who's here. Uh, what? You don't, Hello. Know, you don't know who they are? Well, you know, hey, for all you guys who have been here for all these years, remember back, that helps. <laughs> but remember back in 2008, when I brought in these two guys who you also didn't know, and they turned out to be the directors of Kung Fu Panda? Well, we're reliving that again. Remember the clips we just showed, all the clips you were laughing at and pointing at and saying, great. They directed it. This is Kyle Balda. Wave, wave, Kyle, so they know which one is you. Hello. And the Tiki Man, Brad Abelson. That he's, he already knows. He doesn't have to. There we go. There's the <laughs> So those were the directors of Kung Fu, uh, Minions Rise of Gru. We had yeah. and that was the first, and we did a, a all the interviews were about set, like 10 minutes long. Yeah. And they were all very interesting and mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed them immensely. I how did you guys feel about the interviews? It was good. It was yeah. great. And then it's good. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> well, I mean, some of the interviews are like five times longer than the clip, but otherwise <laughs> Well, there's a reason because we just we didn't want to pad anything. Right. And also all the interviews, there was no padding. There was no it was all it was all thriller, no filler. So right. that worked out pretty well. Next on the hit parade, we got Peter Pham. Anything That's of right. Peter Pham's? There we go. Got a clip for old Peter here.
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was fighting. Peter was fighting Simon Cook. Yeah. Who also fought uh, Donnie Yen's Ip Man, I think, at Ip Man 3. Yeah, 3, yeah. Yeah, so the awesome guy. And it was fascinating. We had a discussion about Vietnamese martial arts. Yeah. Because we, we all know about Thai martial arts. We know Japanese martial arts, Korean martial arts. Not many people know about Vietnamese martial arts. And that that uh, both Tulam and Peter Pham are from Vietnam. And they filmed Foggy Mountain in Vietnam, mm -hmm. where the actual Foggy Mountain is. So yeah. really interesting for me because I've always liked more information about martial arts. And we got it in that, in that situation. Yep. And then we jumped wow. from Vietnam to Chile. That's right. Marco Zoror. What do you Quiero encontrar ese libro tanto como tú. Pásame el bolso. another shout out to peter fram bringing his wing chung style mixed with other styles for the film foggy mountain i forgot to do that earlier but i want to give him a shout out because he sent me a video he's because he actually lives in texas rick yeah so he sent me a video where he's he's, he's sitting down with his family watching fat samurai guy videos mostly our, our interview and i'm just i was like oh that's awesome man thanks again but it was so funny about that i was i had to apologize i was like hey I apologize for the little ones that are there because I curse like a sailor. <laughs> so I was like, sorry about that, but he was laughing. But yeah, shout out to Peter. Uh, but yeah, Marco, man, go ahead and talk about it, Rick. Well, do I have to talk about it or do you have a clip? I have a clip. Here we go, guys. You guys you guys are going to love towards the end of it, that little call out. Here we go. Hey, look who's here. Look, it's Marco Zoror, the guy who was in the clip you just saw. It's, it's the fist. It's the fist of the unicorn. No, it's not. It's the fist of the condor. 
It's the place <laughs> of everything. This is the amazing Marco, John Wick 4, all sorts of other stuff. Hey, Marco, wave to all the crowd that you've met four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 Let's talk about Fist of the Condor. I mean, this looks like a labor of love. Now, did you do all the choreography? Yeah, yes. It was. Um, I always like to do the choreographies of my movies. Um, in this movie in particular, I, it was a very big challenge because we needed to come with our own flavor. Like, we wanted to do a Latino or, like, Latin kung fu movie and that's hard because you know it's like kung fu movie we, we all there is a there is a format there is a there is a way that we're already used to see these movies right the styles of fighting and all that and i didn't want to copy that you know i wanted to do my kung fu movie from my with my culture with my with the actors with the with the scenarios with the so with our music, you know, and also throw my influence as martial artist. Yeah. So you're busy now. Where are you? I mean, what do you got coming up? I hear you and Scott Atkins are working on a project. What's going on? Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. There's a, I, I think, um, you know, stay tuned. I cannot say much, you know, yet. But, you know, you guys going to see me. Uh, you're going to see me and Scott rematch soon. And I gotta tell you, man, he better be ready. If he's not training, he's he's gonna he's not gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> so well, trust me. Both of you guys have been guests at this Kung Fu Extravaganza before, and I can't wait to get you back. Well, I can wait. In fact, I'm waiting right now. But I'm looking forward to getting you back there, and then we can figure it out. Maybe we'll have another rematch on stage. We'll see. Yes, what- yes. He must be training, man. I- I'm telling you. Just send him a message. Like, get ready, man. I'm not going to joke this time. Pass <laughs> on his message back to you. Yeah. In the meantime, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Wave at the audience. Wave at the audience. Thanks, <laughs> thank guys for your support. Man, much love, much love, man. I'm ready. I'm training, and I promise I'm going to keep, you know, doing my best to make the best movies, man, for you. I th- really, really thank you guys. Thank you, buddy. There we go. Nice. As you said, Marco was awesome. I have I, to confess my ignorance. You know, I didn't realize this was the same guy in John Wick 4 until Yeah. Yeah, oh, until the interview oh, started. Yeah. And all, but you know, of course, we had met him years before then. I didn't realize that Frank wasn't on the uh the stage during the year that Marco was a guest before. Ah. So okay. He go way back. But yeah. speaking of Frank, this Hold is on. I, I, I mean, is it my turn now or what? No, no, not, not yet. Not yet. I want to talk about. I mean, I don't know what you're going to talk about. Two Lamb. I do want to talk about Two Lamb. But go ahead. We're we going to get to it. But oh, first okay. things first. Okay. okay. The original plan, following this clip, that was we were going to show some science fiction, well go stuff. Oh. Specifically, we were about to show, what a clip from Wandering Earth two. But okay. because it was, it's almost twelve minutes long. Right. Also, basically entirely uh, VFX and not kung fu or martial arts. I I decided that we didn't have time for it because also it represented what the Chinese Film Bureau used to try to hamper and diminish and 
lower kung fu in the audience's eyes. However, Frank, you love this clip, right? Oh, I love this film, yeah. Why? Original so we're, we're, we're getting into it right now. I got a little snippet I could play. Yeah, but I mean, it's original sci-fi. I always love original sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a sci-fi writer, but I'm also a film lover and a kung fu film lover, and I don't like sci-fi being used as a weapon by the Chinese Film Bureau to diminish kung fu. So I have that's my issue. But yeah, let's show them a clip. All right, a little taste. <laughs> Targeted by suicide detonation must be stopped at all costs. There you go. Wait, yeah. where, where, where did all the drone drone shots go? <laughs> yes, That's another thing. Frank has a secret. Has this dirty little fetish secret. <laughs> I tried to put it in, Frank. I couldn't though. Yeah. That's all. That's the best I could do. But yeah, so we, can, we have to. We have to move the camera around his place where you see all these. Drones are in these beautiful love nests. Oh these man, love nest drones! Like where are the drone shots? Uh, <laughs> all right, back to the debate, Rick and Frank. Uh, no, the debate is finished. Oh, I've, oh, I've okay. spoken my point of view. Frank okay, well, Frank. Yeah, okay, you did, you, did you, Frank? Oh. Did you? I don't think you said what? anything. Did he you said he you? loves originals. I just love originals. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I mean, I just thought it was a very nice. Film. I mean, you know, it's a good film. The fact effects are good, and you know, is. I mean, you know, it's it's nice to see China doing a, a you know a sci-fi film so well. I mean, yeah. Gotcha. So that was really right. my main main purpose of hopefully to maybe, show it. Yeah. Maybe next year, Frank, we get yeah, some maybe sci-fi next year. in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Over right, my dead body, he said. <laughs> don't hey, don't mention because given that I have COVID, that could happen. Okay. So don't throw that on me, buddy. Back to Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. In any case, well, maybe not Kung Fu. I mean, do you have anything from Code of the Assassins? Because that was going to be next. I do not. Okay. I do not have Code of the Assassins is another mostly VFX movie that takes place in China's past, but it, it, pre it presents a, an entire city made up of of killers, yeah. of yeah. costume killers. So it's kind of like China is trying to do their own version of of the MCU, except they're doing Zhang Hu, which is the martial art world, which they've been doing for years, but now they're doing it with all special effects and VFX. It's got a little steampunk so vibe to it too, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, very much a video game vibe, which I'm very tired of. And we will get into, on Monday, we're having the action film autopsy. And we're going to be talking a lot about how everybody, all viewers, are are seemingly being deadened by all these video game movies. So, okay, so are you saying the Call of Duty is a movie? I thought it was just a game. No, it is a game. Call of Duty is not what I'm talking about. Oh, um, what I'm talking about is Code of the Assassins, Wandering Earth Two. Okay. These are these are another one of the things that I call physiology free video game action movies, where nobody gets hurt and there's no blood. And no, you know, no, there are no humans involved. They're all video game characters. You cannot mm. be harmed. And after a while, as we'll discuss on Monday, I mean, you can get away with so much of it. But when mm. everything is like that, it starts getting who cares very quickly. But we'll get to that on Monday. 
But you do have the next actual kung fu thing, a little clip, right? Yeah. Um, well, before we do, I do want to quickly talk five about seconds worth, but yeah, yeah I do want to quickly talk about two of them because, like, go ahead. I look, I have to be honest with you guys. I I really didn't know who Two Lam was until of course I met him at the show because you know I don't play games, I don't play video right. games. So. Yeah. I mean, I know Call of Duty, but I didn't know he was involved in it. But like after knowing him, after knowing what he does, like you know, like no knowing his background, knowing you know, knowing what he's gone through and stuff, my respect for him went oh, like yeah. way high, sky high, you know. He is, he is an extraordinary person. We haven't gotten to him yet, and I, we were going to get to him, but now that you brought him up, I've been working with two for uh, more than a year and a half, mm. and he is an extraordinary human being. Uh, and I can't say anything. Maybe Monday the official announcement will be coming out. And at that point on Monday, stay tuned to Monday, the action film autopsy, uh, also uh, on uh, 6 p.m. Pacific mm-hmm. time. And hopefully I'll be able to tell you. But I can tell you that two is an extraordinary human being. He's one of the high, most highly decorated Green Berets who have, who's ever existed. He's an extraordinary person in that he, he was a Vietnamese refugee who decided that he was going to dedicate to his life to freeing the oppressed. And his story is stunning and staggering and amazing. Yeah. And as a human being, he is also, his wife is totally into his yang. Uh, she's got, and between the two of them, they make up all, they make up my interests because, right. because Ruthie wants all the entertainment. When I, I hung out with two and Ruthie during the entire convention, and let me do my impersonation of Ruthie. This is Ruthie during the entire Comic Con, <laughs> and this is my impersonation of two. <laughs> yeah, what he's been through, yeah. Crowd, crowds and he don't get along that right. way, right, and the right. fact that he showed up for this. Yeah. First of all, his wife Ruthie was absolutely ecstatic about being able to go to comic-con yeah you know he would have gone with her because she is the love of his life she's the love of my life she's just an extraordinary human being as well so yeah yeah, two and do do you have any do you have a clip of when two was talking to the audience pat no i do not all right well do you have any of that uh frank no i want to have i want to picture of him talking oh yeah um he you're after Later on during the show, I went to him and, and started doing a little interview with him because everybody else had been interviewed. And he is just so inspiring yeah. and so centered in terms of his message and what he's trying to accomplish. And he's the real deal. Mm-hmm. We're all the entertainment version. Yeah, He's been to 27 hot, hot points throughout all of the military, yeah. all over the world over 30 years. Yeah, he has, he has saved so many lives. He has done so much to make the world a better place that it puts puts all of us to shame. Yeah. Basically. Well, after his after his uh, when he had a chance to talk and he gave his like uh, his insight on his yeah. past and his kung fu journey right. as a martial artist and just you know just he didn't even talk that long but that that small snippet that he mm-hmm. you know spoke. Yeah. And I had to pick my moment throughout the night to lean over and shake his hand yeah. and say, man, that was, that was great. What you said, I appreciate that. And he was like, Oh, thank you, brother. You know, but I had to pick my moment because right. I wasn't going to just do it. I had to wait till the lights are out or if we were showing a clip. Cause the guy, you know, wanted to 
and afterwards, shake his hand properly. So yeah, afterwards he was so grateful and so yeah. thankful for for being invited, for being here, and to spreading his message. He yeah. trains people all the time, every single week. So RoninTactics.com. Yeah, and yeah, RoninTactics.com. Definitely check it out. And also go on to Disney Plus. Go on to Netflix. And he was also the co-host with Bill Goldberg of Knife or Death. Yeah. And now that's my alarm. Because you know what it's time for now? <laughs> medication. Back to my medication. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. I'm not going to delay that. Uh, you well, can you should, you should guys talk while go I ahead. Do this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Actually, uh, let me go to the while you're doing that. We'll go we'll yeah. talk about the next, uh, the next clip. Frank, have you seen Taoist Master Kylan on Haya? Have you seen that? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. It's exceptional. Yeah, the clip that we showed at the at the uh, Kung Fu Stravaganza was great, mm -hmm. but I only only could show a snippet of it. But here's a snippet of it uh, with a little bit of reaction fun. That's Louis Fon, who fought Donnie Yen as Ip Man at the beginning of Ip Man One, mm -hmm. one of the great fights. And this was this was his, his semi homage to that fight scene, which is also one of my favorite fight scenes of all time. Also, yeah. Ricky, Ricky O. Ricky O. Story yeah, of Ricky. Ricky o. There you go, Frank. There you go. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> the, um, hey, Yin and Yang, Rick. We're yeah, yin, we're yin and Yang. Here. Literally. Taoist yeah. Master Kylan is also a favorite of mine because it's not about fighting. It's not about proving how badass you are. Yeah. It's about finding the meaning of Tao. Yeah. And uh, as such, I thought it was exceptional. Louis Fon obviously had his heart in it. He did two more, and I'm hoping that Welco gets their hands on yeah. those. In the meantime, after that was that was a short but extremely sweet uh, clip. And you're gonna watch it on Haya right now. Haya. That's right, along with uh, the rest of the stuff that we were yes. talking about. Now, I'm trying to find, here we go, we're going back to my list. Following Talk that, oh yes, we had, speaking of, we have Donnie Yen. And you have a clip from yes. Donnie Yen's new movie, Sakura. Here we go. <laughs> Well, Fire. that shows you right there that this is not kung fu. This is wu wu sha. Uh, this is the kind of this is the martial art world. Uh, takes place in Zhang Hu, the martial art world, and as such, it's like Crouching Tiger in that these are flying swordsmen or floating swordsmen. And this is Donnie. And this is a fascinating. This was a fascinating movie to me. It's extremely beautifully made. It's very expensive because Donnie, like many other people, including Wu Jing. Uh, who you saw a little bit in Wandering Earth 2, they're trying to find, they're trying to make their way in modern Chinese cinema because the Chinese Film Bureau, again, are denigrating and suppressing pure Kung Fu films. They want Wu Sha, 
They want wushu. They don't necessarily want kung fu. The reason I feel is that kung fu unavoidably elevated chi-driven kung fu op elevates, opens the mind, elevates the user. And China does not need 3 billion people with their minds open. Mm. They need 3 billion people who follow orders. And that's what wuxia and wushu is all about. This is why Wu Jing, who made the Kung Fu movie Wolf Warrior 1 and 2, was not allowed to do Wolf Warrior 3. Oh, that hurts. 1 and 2 were some of the highest grossing movies in Chinese cinema history. I love to. Yeah, and, yeah. and also the great Zhu Hua Feng, who made the final master, which I consider the last truly great Chinese Kung Fu movie ever made, his next two movies, which he finished, were never released. Man. So that's why, you know, I quibble yeah. with Frank when he goes, well, you know, Wandering Earth 2 was great. Yeah, but it's, it's, they're using it as a club. And that's a shame. However, do you have, do we have any, any uh, bits from Young Hero? Yes. We were going to show that next, but again, we ran out of time. And this features one of the great, just as Code of the Assassins also featured Norman Chu, who was one of the great Kung Fu stars during the Golden Age of Kung Fu, this features Beardy, one yes. of the great Kung Fu stars. You guys get to see a little taste here. But yeah, we didn't get a chance to show it at, the, at, at Comic-Con, so here you go. Exclusive right here, a little taste. Exclusive! China's gonna hate Japanese all over again. Well, that's right. Well, that's what well, what's most of these movies are from streaming films. Yeah. And it seems that the Chinese Film Bureau doesn't cover them because they they make dozens a month. So they can get away with some of this stuff, and but also they repeat a lot of the stories. Now, you also may have noticed that whenever they shot him from above, he was clearly doubled. Yeah. And also you may have noticed the way they cut the fight, because Beardy's not a young man. Yeah. But they, they managed, and you'll see some of that later with some of the other very clever editing, because what's happening with all these streaming movies is that young people are directing them. More and more young people are getting their start doing these streaming movies, which leads us to things like Eye for an Eye, The Blind Swordsman, which we'll get to. But in the yeah. meantime... Did, did, did Beardy Bruce there a little bit, Frank? Oh, I yeah. Saw, I saw that. What oh, absolutely. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, he did. He did a Bruce movie. He did a little oh, did Bruce movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah a little Bruce. Well, obviously, there's like a little Fist of Fury homage there, you know. Yeah. yeah, but that was the director. He's he was the directors. The young directors are you know putting in these little in jokes. Yeah, I mean, completely the you know, the stereotypical Japanese mustache thing. You know? 
That's right. Yeah. So now do you have Grandmaster or do you have Fearless Kung Fu King? I got both. Which one do you want first? Uh, well, Grandmaster was another one we were going to show a clip from, okay. but we ran out of time for that one. And I love right. it for what I think you're about to see. So let's show Grandmaster. Excuse Little taste. His wife had been kidnapped, so he was taken. He was going to lose to that Japanese guy. But when she shows back up, her, his students saved her. I love the fact that he does the fist, he does the fist. But until the last moment, in the last moment to really put him down, open hands. Whoop. Whoop. So I really love that. But Game I also over. really love the Kung Fu, the fairly pure Kung Fu of Fearless Kung Fu King, which we did get to show. These other ones were exclusive to you watching, but now let's show the clip that we also showed everybody at uh, Comic-Con, and we're also gonna show it to you. There so we there you go. go. Little that's, taste. Yeah, that's a very, that's a fun movie. Again, I would recommend that you watch all of these on Haya because they're well worth seeing, especially yeah. the next one. Yeah, this is a big one, one right here. Extraordinary. This, I mean, there have been a lot of homages to Zatoichi the Blind Swordsman, the Japanese film series. And also on Haya, they have The Swordsman, which is a Korean film that was also about a uh, a vision impaired swordsman who's Korean dealing with a Japanese and uh, Russian in that film. But here, finally, for the first time, we had a pure Chinese homage to the Japanese Zatoichi series. And that was called Eye for an Eye, the Blind Swordsman, or the Blind Swordsman Eye for an Eye. This is all done by young people. 
it's uh, the star is uh, how do you pronounce it, Frank Choi Mu? Z Mu. Z Mu. Thank you. Z Mu. And he was played uh, Jet Li's son in New Shaolin Shaolin. New Legend, New Legend of Shaolin. Mm -hmm. And also, what was the other one? My father is a hero. My father is a hero. And here he's all grown up. And he his kung fu is extraordinary. And the choreography of all of this is extraordinary because I've seen a lot of movies with a blind swordsman. And they all paid homage to Zatoichi in that Zatoichi has a radar-like sense of hearing. So all the fighting is supernatural. In this sequence, in this movie, it's all supernatural. It's not supernatural hearing. It's him taking advantage of his other senses and his most especially his sense of touch. To Once he's able to touch his opponent, he knows where everything on that opponent's body is and goes for it. And he's not going to use just his hands. He's not going to just use his sword. He's going to use his entire body to put these people down. What do you got to show them? Fat Here we show go. Hit it. Eye for an eye. Another great thing about that scene is the scene with all the people, they save that for the very end. Up until then, he fights one or two people at a time. One or two, three, four, yeah. and he goes from one to the next. And he uses both his sword and his the cane part of it that he puts into the sword as separate arms. Phenomenal. Yeah, I've, I've watched this movie at least five to six times, and I can watch it again because every time I watch it, I see something more in the fight scenes. It's extraordinary, and I'm praying that the Chinese Film Bureau doesn't become aware of how great it is, but they'll keep them from doing more of them. Well, we got a number that, two. We got a number two coming, so that's good. You know, oh, we, we see did. That. Who says I that? I thought it was who greenlit. I thought it was greenlit. I thought who said that? That. there's no such thing as it being. <laughs> Frank said, "Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> I want names. I want addresses. Yeah. What's the nobody, source? Nobody said that. I don't know where you got that information. I hope Rick, it's true. Really quick, Rick. It's, it's uh, nothing is guaranteed in China Film Bureau at this point. Yeah, copy that. This is Sex Sumo. He said, "What's up to the movie? Holy Trinity! I'm bummed that I was unable to attend this year and got the and get the opportunity to talk with you to you guys in person." Uh, he was supposed to come with me, Rick, and he was so it like ruined his day. He like because of work, you know. Oh, it ruined it ruined his whole like week. He was like so. Uh, don't, don't worry, buddy. If you had talked to me, I probably would have given you COVID. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Oh, it's good that you're you're talking to me here. 
It's good yeah. Next year, next year, yeah. Sumo. Well, that takes care of Welgo for the mm -hmm. year. Yes. Uh, did we have any extra clips of Welgo that we haven't shown already? No, that is it. Next up is uh, we got Frank's video introduction and the trailer to the yeah, documentary. Oh, so, so, yeah. So just a quick summary. I you know, for those of you who thought that I'm just a guy who pushed a button and played the played the clip. <laughs> I'm also a filmmaker, goddammit. That's right. That's so, right. So, God yeah. damn it. Oh, the, the ego, man. I tell you, he is such a swell head at this point. Oh, man. So anyway, head. So anyway, I was a co-producer of this documentary on Bruce Plantation, you know, genre called Enter the Clones of Bruce. And, you know, we were able to show a trailer and a couple of clips at the con. The clips were like, you know, the guys who saw these at the con were the first people to have seen these clips outside of the ones that had saw this film at the film festival, which was just two festivals at that time, Tribeca and um, and the, the Bushan in South Korea. So anyway, so here's my introduction to the documentary plus the trailer and the clip. Right. Back in like I guess seven eight years ago, Rick and I did an audio commentary for Severin Films' uh, collection of old like classic old school kung fu trailers, and we talked about those plantation films. And I think you mentioned how we, there should be a documentary about about those plantation films. And Michael Worth, who was also one of our co-producer for this documentary, was a huge Bruce plantation that said, "Yeah, let's do it, let's do it." And so he convinced Severin Films to basically start doing this documentary about the plantation genre and and this is me and my wife Vivian who's also a producer here she's right here to do this documentary um, that I'm gonna put up the poster here um, that turns out to be much you know much uh took much longer than we all anticipated so I, I just put up a poster called Enter the Clones of Bruce and we started this back in late 2016 we finished it in March of this year and it was because it just took so long to do it because we were waiting for one of the clones to, to do the interview. That was the main reason for it. And also COVID and all, you know, other factors. But now finally, you know, finished. We premiered at Tribeca Film Festival last month. And then we also premiered at the Asia premiere at the Bushan uh, Fantastic Film Festival in South Korea uh, earlier this month. And so it will, it will go around the film festival circles and then well, it's a shame none of us can go to those premieres, so why don't we show everybody what they missed? <laughs> okay, sure. So we actually, we're actually a little bit ahead of schedule here, so I'm going to show you the trailer to, um, to the, uh, the documentary here. So here we go. Her name, her last name is Lee, Bruce Lee. And just hit a certain moment in history where people were looking for the kind of hero. The truth, in fact, is just at the cusp of that fame when he passed away. We're really getting into this guy and all of a sudden he's gone. Next question is, can we find another Bruce Lee? Do you want Bruce Lee's movie? Impossible. He died. Yeah, but we still want Bruce Lee's movie, man. They would go to people in the martial arts schools, the gymnasiums and so forth. Hey, anybody look like Bruce Lee? Uh, anybody who's good? I didn't know at the time he was a real person because I'd see other people playing Bruce Lee. And the great name called Bruce Lee. He's playing Bruce Lee. I look down and say, "Well, I really stretch my imagination a little bit." Yeah. Oh, come on, what's up? You see, you see, they do. Yes, I'm feeling you. You look good, everybody. 
Dragon Lee, who was this loosely times ten, this gigantic muscular guy. Here are the famous Bruce. Get that, Bruce. My name's Bruce Lee. I'm Bruce Lee. They give him a pair of big sunglasses and a bowl haircut, and we can turn him into it. You're looking for me? Just give me five minutes. All of you, He's back. Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee. 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 Bruce First kind of wave of these films inhibited around Bruce's death. I'll have to find out if there was some foul play if there was. That's right. He appears in the film. Yep. You, you filmmaker, you Frank. <laughs> Heather, you can definitely wait. You're waiting right now. <laughs> it's something to look forward to. Heather, Heather, I already set it up for you. Look. <laughs> no, we love you, Heather. But yeah, uh, Sumo's loving the soundtrack. Everyone's loving it. Yeah. 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 Well, we're very proud of the film. So, but I think Fat, you have a clip from the from the documentary you want to show, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play this one. Represent. You, go. you guys will love this. So we tried to cover all the topics, you know, not just the clones, you know I mean? The main thing is to get all those four major clones and we finally got all four of them. Anyway, I thought he's here. So, but we also tried to cover other subjects. So the first clip is uh, about um, black exploitation. Black Bruce exploitation. Black Bruce exploitation. Green Dragon. Jim Kelly, hein, c'était vraiment les films de Jim Kelly étaient vraiment le cul entre Black Spectation et Bruce Spectation. No, no, you stay here till I get back. Do those dishes or something. <laughs> Le mec déjà il était sorti tout droit d'un Hunter's Dragon, un fusil écorché comme Bruce Lee, il a repris un peu les attitudes, ils l'ont affublé dans, dans certains films, je sais rien, de, de jogging rouge avec une rayure là sur le côté, qui n'est pas sans rappeler la combinaison jaune à rayure. Je crois même qu'il me fait faire des mouchakou dans un film. Donc, ouais, donc finalement, ils ont fait des fusions de genre et de genre, mais en termes de production, c'est intelligent. Ok, 
that's dismissed. So that's called blast politician piece by thinking. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Good job. Thanks, yeah, man. Congratulations, Frank. Thank you. Very, very happy and very proud of this film. And you know, so it's still, like I said, you know, it's going around the film festival circle. We hope to have a national rollout later this year. It's gonna, you know, let's just say I'm gonna get very busy in about a month. <laughs> That's all. all right. But you're not busy now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought like after Comic Con, I can like take a breather. You know, it's like okay. No, you can't. No, you cannot. I, I can't. It's, it's, it's for the reason, buddy. It's it's good busy, Frank. Good busy. It's yeah. great busy. Yeah, and great busy. Than anybody else, so you're good. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Up, the good work. Keep up the great work. Thank yes, you. sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. Thank all right. Oh, it's Tiger Cage two time. I'm, I have to. I have to educate everybody. What I just did was giving my respect to Frank. What Frank just did to me, saying we're going to have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> when your hand is off of the fist, that means our responsibilities aren't covered. Mm. I went, uh oh, we're oh. we're back to wandering Earth too. <laughs> oh, where are the drones? I, I mean, he cut all the drone shots out. <laughs> Those are the best shots. I tried, Frank. I tried to sneak in the drones. So what do uh, we got now? We got anything left? What's going on? Yes, Mr. Michael Woods. That's right. That's All right. right. Let's do it. Little little clip of the legend. This Michael, what happened was that we were showing clips from uh, remasters that Frank had worked on yes. uh, over the last year and uh, from British re British, British releases. Labels, right. uh, but also I managed to be able to, in the case of Cynthia Rothrock and Michael Woods, and I keep on, every time you say Michael Woods, I keep on expecting Michael Worth to show up. <laughs> Woods. Uh, I was able to get interviews with both of them, so we were able to show a 10-minute uh, interview with both Cynthia and Michael, and they were both wonderful interviews and and enhanced the uh, clips even more. Yeah. Uh, do we have any uh, clips from yes. the interviews? Yes. Well, first oh. up, holy crap, we're getting we're getting raided we're, uh, with with love here. Entertainment Talk Nation, what's going on, brother? That's Rob from over there, and everybody from over there is <laughs> is popping in. Hey. Saying hello, hey! Thank you all for the love and uh, for popping in, guys. You guys, you guys are are awesome. There you go. I gotta watch more kung fu movies. There you go. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the ETN crew, man. Yes, yes. Hold on, I'm almost there. What's going on, nuts? All right, we keep going. We keep going. All right, we'll stop now. Shout out to you guys. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for uh, all of you guys for uh, showing up and, and showing the love. But let's keep it rocking and rolling. Here we go. Movie. Look, everybody. It's Michael Woods, the guy you just saw in those two clips. Hi, Michael. How are you? How's everybody at the Extravaganza? Hope yeah. all is well. Hope you enjoyed the fight scenes, and um, hello to everybody. You went through some incredible stuff in those fight scenes. Did you get hurt at any point during that? Yeah. Um, yeah that was a long time ago, so that was uh, you know, pretty good, I guess. Um, 
for that era, those I guess those films stood up a little bit. Um, okay. They were amazing. Did you do everything in those fight scenes, or did they use a stuntman at any, at any time? Um, I don't use... Uh, I never used a stuntman. Of course, they... At that time, in 88, there wasn't a lot of uh, stunt people in Hong Kong at that time. Um, and, you know, quite frankly, we didn't do any absolutely crazy stunts, so we did everything pretty much ourselves. Um, some of the bigger actors use, of Asian descent used uh, stunt doubles, but we never used any. Not me, Sal John Salviti, or Stefan Berwick. And I got to ask you, in a, you're, you're known for your incredible abilities and your incredible muscles and your incredible fighting skill. But did any of the directors ever tell you, come on, bigger face, bigger face, because your reactions were incredible. You know, those looks that you would give to the camera, you know, ah, like that kind of stuff. Did they ever ask you to do that more? You know what? They were, co they were yeah, all the time. Bigger reaction. We need bigger reaction. We need more of this. We need more of that. They're going to make you into the woods monster. That's what they made you into, which is yeah. awesome. You're unforgettable. You're unforgettable. And thank yeah, maybe, you. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe for that era, but you know what? There's a lot of big guys out there. Yeah, but never, never you, buddy. Don't worry about it. And listen, hey, you can't hear the audience, but come oh, on, audience. Let them know. Hey, hey. Let them know. In the meantime, oh, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope to see you again real soon. Say goodbye to the audience. Hey. <laughs> thank you, Rick. Thank, thank the audience for keeping these movies going, for supporting me and Donnie and everybody else. And and uh, till the next time, God bless. Mike, Michael is really awesome. You know, he would when he found out that I was getting rid of a lot of my collection. And by the way, if you want to get a piece of me, um, hmm. you can find it on on. Uh, uh, eBay on Chimera Publishing, where, we, where, where I'm uh, putting out all my uh, signed posters and a lot of my stuff. But Michael, Michael came and bought like 300 of my DVDs. Ever since he found out I had COVID, he has been checking in with me every day. He's just an awesome, awesome guy. So next we have, I believe, Cynthia, an awesome, awesome person too. Legend. Oh, that's it now. No! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Gotta love got, Cynthia. Got some of her her interview? Yeah. She's, been a, she's been a guest at the extravaganza, I think, two to three times. And here she was able to come back again because she's so busy with her stuff. But go ahead, if we have any anything from her interview let's see it hey everybody look who's here it's <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock. that's the woman you just saw in the clip we just showed and also that's the woman who put her high heel into that man's leg <laughs> you should have heard the reaction of this audience when you put your cue into that guy's leg now, now tell uh, can, do you have any memories of that fight scene you went you went through a lot on that fight scene 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that I, I think of all the movies I've done. That's like one of my top for fight scenes. I mean, they were uh, just so creative, so difficult, so challenging. Um, I will never forget it. But uh, yeah, I remember when we did uh, the fight scenes, Corey, you wanted to do something different. So he wanted uh, and also Mong Hoi, the two of them were both working on this film. Uh, they wanted me to fight in a dress and also high heels and uh, never <laughs> one or the other, but they were both difficult. And I remember with the dress when I was fighting the, the Thai boxer, I couldn't put any pads on my legs and he had to kick them. And I'm telling you, even though that scene is just a blur in the movie, that was one of the hardest scenes I had to do is when he kicked me in the shins, I had to fall on my face. <laughs> but uh, a funny story about that on that fight scene is that uh, all the stuntmen in Hong Kong were telling me, oh, my God, he's so hard. We don't even want to fight him. And they're like making me nervous and everything. He didn't speak Chinese. He didn't speak English. So nobody really could communicate with him. So they made me metal arm guards to wear. So we're fighting. And now I'm hurting him because I have metal arm guards on. So they make metal arm guards for him. So we're fighting in that scene. And you hear clink, 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 clink. And then it worked out fine. We weren't hurting each other. But uh, yeah, that that was uh, crazy. And uh, that heel like into uh, into his leg and then into, under the chin, that was that was epic. You know, uh, I think uh, Mong Hoi choreographed that. And, uh, you know, it's it's just I look back at those fight scenes and, and I just love it. It's just the choreography is so amazing in that film. Well, so were you. We loved it as well. And now after all these years, they're putting out the new remastered version of it. And it's it holds up even better. I, I just, you know, I thank everything for the fans, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be sustainable after 40 years of doing uh, action movies. And, you know, I just try to just keep giving it my best and putting it out there for everybody. And your best is the best. Thank you so much for coming over to the extravaganza again. And we hope to see you in person soon. Yes, I would love to. Next year, for sure. All right. Wait, wait to buy the audience, everybody. Hey. There we go. Yes, indeed. It was a great show. Do we, I mean... Do we That's how we to... ended it. That was the last clip of, of the last clip. And yeah. then we well we have some time left for a little Q and A, which was nice. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, we were we, and everybody asked questions of each of the panelists, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's some. It, that was, it fun. was it was really, and then we went out in the hallway. Yes, for and another autograph and take pictures. And I, you know, I, the there's such a overwhelming uh, response support from so many fans of the panel that have been going for years. You know, shout out to all. Uh, these guys here. It was awesome meeting every single one of them. And, uh, you know, it was really cool meeting all these wonderful people. And, you know, they, they were such fans of the panel. They've been, they've been watching you guys before I even got there, Rick and Frank. That's mm. right. Next yeah. time, uh, the next day, we we arranged a uh, a Kung Fu lesson. Oh, met, you ended up doing that. Okay. Met me in the lobby of uh, the hotel. Oh, and, that uh, would have been fun. I would I would have went, yeah. And, in fact, and in fact, there are 100 people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, I mean, uh, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> 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 oh, you look great, Rick. I mean, you know, you you, you look like you. That's have... that's my kung fu. It's <laughs> it's the chi, the chi has helped yeah, you yeah. recover. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was such a blast uh, again, and, and a huge honor to be a part of it. But it was just a blast seeing everyone there. It was a packed house, and 
everyone was just having a great time. That's what it's all about, you know. And I think we, yeah. Frank, we had a big crowd last year, but I think it was bigger this year. I think yeah. it was bigger this year. I think because yeah. I remember seeing clips from this this year's show. I I didn't I don't <coughs> I don't recall having that many people sitting in the back for yeah. that this year. Right. Yeah. There were less people. There were fewer people sitting in the back last year compared right. to this year. So yeah. And also, both sides and both sides. Yeah. Usually, yeah. when it's one screen, everybody is gathered over here, but here it was spread out. But uh, you know, I still remember the days back in the '90s when we had the hall, like you know, when we were doing this at a hall that's double the size, and you know, I mean, that was just great. You know, I mean, I wish we had that many people coming back to see our show. Like you know, we went to the worst cartoon before our panel started. We went over to the worst car, the worst cartoon ever panel. You know, I look at the crowd, like, oh gosh, I, you know, I wish our panel has that that many people. Well, know. if we had a bigger room, I'm sure more would show up. Well, no, that's not the case. The, okay. the situation that I perceive is that when we started, Frank, we were in the midst of the golden age. That's true. Ah, and that's what true. happened was, again, China since 1997, China has been taking over, and the action has changed. So we have yeah. we have our core group, and this year I think it was larger than it's been in the past. It, yeah. yeah. But we were up to we were up to three four thousand people. At the height of it, oh yeah. Now we're we're always we average around two thousand, which is still nothing to spit at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we will just and hopefully the quality of the the word will go out after this year. Now that we're bringing in the the uh, the video interviews and showing really good clips and showing a lot of different yeah. clips. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens next year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring Simon home. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I mean, assuming that that well, walled in, wall in will be ready by then. Yeah. Well, now, that, I, now that you're a big time film producer, <laughs> maybe you can afford him. Oh. Because oh. Welko loves him and lo Welko would love to bring him, but Samuel yeah. understandably insists on first class. Yep. Everything doesn't right. come cheap. He doesn't yeah. come cheap. Yeah. And so, and as you well, not just him, also Joy's Mina Gadensi. You got to bring his wife too. So yeah, mm. of course. Mm -hmm. And we and we've yeah. met them at the New York Asian Film Festival, and we were friends. I mean, I've known I've known Samuel. I'm the first major American reporter who interviewed Samuel when Bobby Samuels brought him to America. Yeah. So it's like, and. Every time we see each other, you know, our faces light up. But even so, he's not going. To, he's not going to do it for me. He's going <laughs> to do it for. I could see Marco and Scott also joining us next year too, because they're going to have so many projects out from now till you know. Well, Marco has done the panel before. Uh, right. Cynthia has done the panel before. Scott has done the panel before. Yeah. So they all they all like us, and yeah. they would all love to join us. So we'll. Yeah. Again, Hopefully the best is yet to come. But for now, it was wonderful that we oh, got yeah. this way. I was very happy. I, I, again, I it's one of the best we've ever done. Yep. Yep. The best. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It felt so good. It was one of the best shows we've ever done. Yes. Yeah. Any question any questions, anybody? <laughs> any knowledge? The the is Q and A. Q and A. Is it possible um to get eco? I had a, several people message me that they would love eco uwes or Joe Taslam. Because Joe Taslam from Warrior and, and Mortal Kombat. And that will be up to Welgo. Okay. Welgo has tried tried to get a bunch of guests this year. 
but everybody's everybody right. is struggling to survive. Yeah. Yeah, we understand. All the Asians are yeah. doing what they can. Yeah. And uh, you will watch them adjust. Right. What, what they're all doing, uh, both Wu Jing and Samo yeah. and, and uh, Donnie, is they're bridging. They're doing one in China, one in America, one in China, one in yeah. America. And right. Wu Jing is doing the Meg too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Meg too. And yeah. that looks fun. That looks fun, yeah. 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 So, you know. Yeah. Hopefully it's fun, yeah, for sure. But I love Wu Jing and I'll see anything he's in. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. And he was in even Earth. even wandering Earth, Earth too. Earth. <laughs> I've seen Wandering Earth two times. It's just that I don't love the movie because they they give him short shrift. They you're, keep, bre you're breaking Frank's heart. Fight scene, oh. you, you watch them cut him out of the fight scene. So yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it will definitely be on my top ten this year, along with the White Storm three, which I thought was fantastic. I'm looking forward to hearing seeing that as well. Yeah. yeah, maybe you could send me a little uh, one-minute video, Frank, about your thoughts on White Storm, and I could we could play it Monday okay. during the action film autopsy. Sure, sure. Yeah, that yeah. would be great because it's a new film. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll do it a little. Yeah, a yeah. recommendation from the master the new, remaster. We're also going to be doing the new uh, Jackie Chan, J Jackie Chan and John Cena movie. Oh, not the teenage moon. <laughs> like, 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 uh, FJ, FJ would text him and say, You know, a new Jackie Chan movie came out, right? I said, Yeah, the teenage yeah. moon. Ninja <laughs> That's right. He's in that as well. So we'll also be mentioning that. Who are you wearing today? <laughs> Somebody asked a question. Who are you wearing today? Who am I wearing? Who are, Who are wearing? Uh, Sumo? Is this a Silence of the Lamb question? <laughs> what is this question? <laughs> oh, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my. Exclusive, one of a kind, from me only. Yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. I just went dark thoughts quickly, immediately with reading that comment. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was thinking of something. I got horror movies on the brain. October's coming up. What are you wearing, Frank? Well, originally I was hoping to wear a Comic Con T-shirt, but because you know Toyota was holding up my car for so long, by the time I got home, I, I yeah. didn't have time to change, so I just wore the batch. So this was my comic-con Show the badge. badge. Show the badge. This is my comic-con badge. This badge is my comic-con badge with my comic-con uh, lanyard, you know. Yeah. So, there you go. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, over the next couple of times we can, because we bought we bought a lot of stuff at the uh, the shop, the comic-con shop. I can tell you I'm not wearing anything underneath the shirt. Oh, <laughs> no, below the shirt, there's nothing here below the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the some, panel just, just got spicy. He has some clones underneath his shirt. Look at people signing in to watch this panel now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, yeah, uh, Love the crowd. <laughs> the crowd enjoyed themselves. And but yeah, when we were done, some of the, again the, some of the Comic-Con staff members were like, that See was you awesome. Year. You guys yes. are great. Right. See you next year. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Take your yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all this right, was guys. fun. This was a fun recap. Another Rick, you know. It, and, and it didn't last as long because it was two. We only last an hour and a half. Our yeah. one in Comic Con was two and a half hours. And yeah. we, when we still couldn't show all the clips. Nope. So yeah. hopefully next year we can maybe ask them, hey, give us three hours. Give us, well, we should say, give us back the three hours because our show used to be three hours. Right. Well, let's, we'll find out. We've got, we've got a year to plan. So let's One last that. question before we end it tonight. Frank. Are you involved with the remastering of Cripple Masters? <laughs> I, I don't even know about the Cripple Master. I mean, what's going on here? I mean, like what company? I, I no. 
Yeah, I saw a posting that is actually coming out on Blu-ray. I was like, oh my god. But is that one one a cripple master? That's that's not, not the, a show title, is it? No, no. A show well, title Avenger. So yeah, there's 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 cripple masters. A cripple is like Return of the Five Daily Venoms is the other title for it. But this cripple master is something totally different. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally I, different. We'll talk about it. I've been meaning to ask you: Do you have a website or do you have a blog where you tell people you keep people up to date on all the amazing stuff you're doing? Oh me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the time. No way. No. Oh. <laughs> you're too busy doing this stuff to no, tell them. About I don't have it. time to do blogs and shit. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious, man. Tell them your schedule today. Tell them your schedule. <laughs> okay, today. this is my schedule today. All right. So anyway, well, the schedule kind of started last night. Right? I went to see Oppenheimer, eleven o'clock show. Three hours movie, didn't get home till three, didn't go to sleep till four something, woke up at 7.30, work at my job, and then during lunchtime, I did a podcast for a Chinese radio station in LA. Then I got to go back to my office because I recently, we recently moved to a new office, a nice office actually, a cubicle, and, and I needed to get the key. So I had to go back to office, which is San Francisco. So I went over to San Francisco. Pick up the key, and then I came back, and I have an appointment for my car for you know for regular maintenance. It's supposed to took like take only like an hour or less than an hour. It took like you know it, it, you know it's almost like two hours. So that's why I was late to the to the to the to this you know the few minutes late. Yeah. So unless you got we've got how many days left in the month? Do you have any more recordings to do? Oh, sorry, I have two. no. Well, this is the end of July, right? So right. I did. I did four or five commentary this month. Oh my god! July, just July, okay. And then, well, next this weekend I have one to do. Next weekend I have another one to do, and okay. and then I guess another one later. Shoot, on. shoot me the info, Frank. I'll and share it out, man. During Comic Con, you had to re-record one and do a new one. That's right. That's right. In Comic Con, because I was recording a commentary before I went to Comic Con, and what happened yeah. was my headphone leaked. You know. Yeah. My headphone was leaking the sound of the the film soundtrack, and so oh. when I recorded the commentary, it recorded the the film soundtrack, and luckily it was only kind of you know audible for like the last ten minutes of the film. So because at first I thought I had to redo the whole commentary, and it turns out it was only the final ten minutes because that film involved a lot of like the gunfight at the end. So when the gunfight shot started, you can hear it. So uh, I ended up redoing the last 10 minutes of the other commentary for, for that title. Then Rick and I did a commentary by the pool side, you know, our hotel's pool side. How fun. Yeah, that was fun. And, and we, I thought, well, maybe they wouldn't, you know, the label might say, no, nah, we couldn't use this. It's too noisy and stuff. Because there was like the sound, the fountain, where people yeah. who were so inconsiderate that they knew that we were recording an audio commentary. They had the nerve to just sit right next to it and start chatting and shit, you know. But anyway, but luckily the label said this is fine. We'll take it. This is fun. So yeah. Okay. And also look at look at Frank's swelled head. We're at the pool and we're expecting people not to talk next to us. <laughs> we're invading their territory, Frank. They're not invading ours. <sighs> he would no. think you were more considerate. No, no, fuck fuck him, Frank. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Frank just got gangster up in here. That's All right. right, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, as you watch that personalities change, uh, thank you so much for coming. Hope to see you on Monday. Yes. Uh, when we do the action film autopsy for July. It's going to be great. We're also going to have a return of my previous, if you've ever seen my, uh, if you ever listened to my podcast, 
uh, action film autopsy. We're bringing back our co-stars, the great Jen and Miko from uh, from animation. So they'll be here on Monday as well as some other people. Looking so, forward to meeting them. Yes. There you go. There I you can go. wait, and I'm going to have to. <laughs> In fact, yes, you're waiting right now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, thanks again for watching, guys. Hey, if you're new here, I appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Check out the merch store. That's right. Become a channel member for exclusive perks and movie reviews, baby. And That's please right. try to make it to next year's Comic-Con and see us live. Yes, yes. I can't wait to meet you guys. Just yes. like opera. Nothing beats a live performance. <laughs> yeah. The energy, man. It's it's all about the energy. Yep. Rick had Rick had to calm me down a little bit because I was like, <laughs> but I, I was so funny, Rick, when you were like, you were like, we're on a schedule. <laughs> yeah, keep it moving. Yeah, we're keep it schedule. moving. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for Thank watching. You. Stay tuned for more awesome content right here and peace on the channel, baby. In the Middle East. That's right. Take care, guys. Bye.